Hey, welcome to the Pastor's Table. It is Pastor Neil here. We've got another great episode of the Pastor's Table we're about to watch. You know what? Do you live a balanced life? Or do you feel like you're, you're looking to God for every single little last decision, like what cereal to eat in the morning or what clothes to put on or what toothbrush to use to brush your teeth and you feel like you're kind of all tied up into knots about that? We're going to be talking about that today and, and we, God has a solution for that. So get your pen, get your paper, grab some popcorn. It's going to be a great episode. Welcome back to the pastor's table. <laughs> oh, we so enjoy ourselves when we get to do this. Um, last episode, we kind of finished with Psalm 37 verse 4, and we want to keep going there. And so why don't we turn to Psalm 37 verse 4, and we're going to continue on from that scripture. I'm going to read it from the Amplified. So it says, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he will give you the desires and secret petitions of your heart. Mm. So that's what we were talking about last time, that you know, the, we're righteous because Jesus made us righteous. And so he gives us the de desires of our heart. But look what it says after this in, in verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Roll and repose each care of your load on him. Mm. That's a great definition of commit your way. Mm -hmm. Trust, which means lean on, rely on, and be confident also in him, and he will bring it to pass. What will he bring to pass? Verse 4, those desires and secret petitions of your heart. So it, it talks about our, where our focus is supposed to be. If we've got desires on our heart, where is our focus? Is our focus on those desires or is our focus on God? Right? We've been talking about how we don't get all wound up in hearing God in every single little bit of our lives and do what clothes are we supposed to wear in the morning and what am I supposed to have for breakfast and should I put cream in my coffee or not today and all those kind of things. So if, if, if we take our eyes off of all of those things and we put our eyes onto God and our relationship with God, which is why we're made, right? When you mm -hmm. get back to the kind of the root, the the, the bottom, the underline, the foundation of why we were made. We're made in God's image so we can be in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we take that and we go and we pursue that relationship with him. And so we're doing verse 5, committing our way to yes. the Lord, trusting in him, which is lean on, rely on, and be confident in him. And he will bring it to pass. Those desires. So Pastor Ann was talking about a pair of of capris that she needed to get. And he'd said, okay, we'll go to the Pitt, Pitt Meadows store, which is quite a ways away from where we live. And whatever that, that case may be, he's going to give you those desires. He's going, to, he's going to do those things in your life as we focus on him. Amen. Yeah. Mm, definitely. I think that condition is pretty important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? The, if we commit our way to him, if we trust in him, mm -hmm. if we look to him, if we have fellowship with him, because um, there's a lot of people that can take certain ways that the gospel's preached about God meeting your needs and focus on God meeting your needs, mm -hmm. where that becomes the thing. God's going to meet my needs, he, and, and he will, but they're not committing their way to him. Mm -hmm. They're not spending time with him. They're not, they're not doing anything like that. Mm -hmm. And so the, when the focus is seeking the things instead of seeking him, then we get things out of balance. Mm -hmm. And when things are out of balance like that, he it, it ties his hands in many cases. He can't 
do what he wants to do mm-hmm. because we're going about things the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Often that's the case. Mm-hmm. You know, I had some encouragement from a pastor when I was learning about the things of the Spirit to, you know, find ways to hear him. And so I had this idea and uh, that I, I knew there was somebody who had some needs. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew them to be a person of prayer. They weren't, they weren't you know, um, uh, crying out in desperation. And what I mean by that, they weren't going, God, blah, blah, blah. that wasn't how they were living. They were doing their best to get by. They weren't talking about it. But I knew, I could tell by looking at them. And I thought, Lord, what would you, how can I, or how can we be a blessing? We didn't have a lot of money at that time in our life or, you know, extra. We had our own small children. And I thought, well, I know. I'm going to go through the line and see what happened. And so I, I went into the store. Okay, God, what do they need? And like, I'm practicing here in the Lord, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they need jam or peanut butter? Whatever. And I kept going by the toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I should get to it. Oh, no. Oh, everybody. I know this girl. She always, you know, she's always buying toilet paper on sale, blah, blah, blah. And, and sometimes I had given her a lift because she didn't have a car. And I, Barry was, would, on one day, he would let me have the car and take the bus to work. So I had the car that day. And it was like, I kept going by the toilet paper. And, and you know, it was, it wasn't, I didn't have the megaphone, you know. Get toilet paper. It wasn't like that. <laughs> but it's, you know, I should get, and, and you know, and I bought the other things and, and went to her house. And I said, excuse me, can I just use the washable in here? She goes, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, there's some cloths. You don't, we don't have any toilet paper. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I went back to the store and got toilet paper. But the thing was, is I did. It was how I heard. Yeah. And how I was led. It wasn't, and that's why I think sometimes, and I think you've described it as like the place inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's it's like that. There's a place inside, mm-hmm. and it's sometimes quiet or that nudge or. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, it could be my voice. It could be my own thoughts. And, and sometimes yeah. it's hard to settle. But hey, you know what? Buying someone extra toilet paper isn't going to hurt anything. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. could, you know, even if she'd had yeah. one, it wouldn't hurt. Definitely. Yeah. And, and that inside voice, it's also like, it's just, just a little, like, it, there's like, there's an I need versus you need. Mm. And, and so, so, so when it comes to you, the voice comes to you, sometimes it, like, you know, like, I need this. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then I need to get this, mm-hmm. I need to do this, or I need this. But then, but I also hear you, you should go do this. Mm. And I find that, you know, when I, when, when it's him thinking about me, it's, I, it's so much better Yes. than what I think I need and mm-hmm. what I should do. Mm-hmm. And so, and so there's like these, just, it's just like a little, just a little, little different tone on it mm-hmm. of, of you thinking about yourself versus he, him thinking about you. Mm-hmm. And if you're activating the if part, mm-hmm. if I'm committed, he's mm-hmm. not going to lead you into something nutty mm-hmm. that's going to hurt you or any other person. Mm-hmm. He's not going to lead you into things that are outside of his character. Mm-hmm. So when your ways are committed and you know you wake up in the morning, and you might say, God, you know, thank you for leading me today. Thank you that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you might just, it might just go by like any other day. Mm-hmm. Did he lead you? Well, you asked him to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. Right. So then you trust that what happened that day was where you were supposed to be. He's not going to hold you responsible to do something he never told you to do. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> That's a long way around. <laughs> no, but it's it's good. You know, I found for me as I was learning things, as growing up, uh, that there are ways that I was living 
earlier on in my Christianity that were not as good as ways of living as I grew up in the Lord. The thing is, is that sometimes we look at that and we think to ourselves, oh, I, I missed out. That was just not the best way. I need to do it this way. And we can, I, I know for myself, I had sometimes a, a self-critical kind of thought about that. Oh, I, I wasted so much time living like that. And, you know, the Lord actually doesn't really look at it that way. Yeah. And I didn't realize that for a while. And then I started to realize that he's not actually looking at, at that way because, you know, in those times when I was seeking and pursuing him, he was leading me. Mm-hmm. And there may have been things that I was doing or saying or even things that I thought or believed that were not right, but I didn't know it mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. But what I did know, I was following him the best that I knew how to at that time. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, is. he is. And so because of that, he was able to lead me into better ways. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And and that's I mean, I expect, I fully expect that five years from now. I'll look back at this time in my life and I'll go, oh, the Lord was faithful and, and good and gracious merciful, to me. Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Because I'll recognize there's things now that I don't recognize. Well, I don't think anything wrong of it. It's just, just the way that I am at the moment. I think everything's fine. But he's leading us constantly uh, towards his ways, which are always better than ours. And so that there's a process of growing up in him that way. And so... I fully expect five years from now to look back and realize, okay, well, yeah, there are some things I was doing and saying and thinking and believing that weren't that weren't great, weren't right. But it's not a matter of us looking back at our lives and being self-critical and well, this is better now, so you need to do this. And mm. that's not that's not the position that we should be taking. It's what I just said of Lord, you've been good to me, mm-hmm. you've been gracious to mm-hmm. me, you've been helping me, you've been that's the one who should be getting the praise. That's Amen. the one Amen. who should, where yeah. the focus should be, yeah. is thank you for leading me. Thank you for yeah. allowing yeah. me to see more of how you, how you are and mm-hmm. leading me more into your way of doing things. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's keeping a good perspective then, mm-hmm. uh, committing your way to him, uh, focused on him, in fellowship with him. Mm-hmm. I'm fully convinced. I mean, even as we're talking now, uh, this thought comes to mind and I must have heard someone say that, perhaps, Pastor Gwen, you said this, that it just seems like Christians, generally speaking, don't know how to live. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to live a good, balanced Christian life. Mm -hmm. And too often we tend to be either getting very religious or we get spiritually flaky and weird. And it and we were talking about those extremes yeah. in the first episode yeah. there, but it just tends to be that yeah. we seem to not really know how to live a good, balanced Christian life yeah. mm-hmm. and be good with it. Mm-hmm. And I I know there are reasons why, but I'll let you guys talk about those reasons. <laughs> I can see your pa- minds are working there. <laughs> Pastor Terry Pearson has I was uh, she had she was preaching one time and she said this phrase and it has stuck with me. She she said. Um, she says, we're not supposed to be fruity. We're supposed to be fruitful. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, goes yeah. to exactly what you're talking about. Um, what, as you were talking, what really came to my mind was John 10. Mm. Yes. And um, it says, starting in verse 2, it says, but he that entered, this is Jesus speaking, but he, well, it's in red. That's how yeah, we know. It, it's in red, exactly. It's <laughs> the in rest red. of the parts, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. He's yes. talking about himself. Yeah. To him the porter opens, 
And the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. And when he puts forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him for or because they know his voice. Amen. And a stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Mm -hmm. This is a promise to us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So even if you are sitting here watching this and thinking about this and you're thinking, you know what, I really don't know what God's voice sounds like in my life. You can stand on this promise that you hear his voice because you are his sheep. Mm -hmm. It's a promise mm -hmm. of God. Mm -hmm. You hear his voice. And so I often do this. I get up in the morning. I'm like, I thank you, Lord, that I'm your sheep and I hear your voice today. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I just, I know that I do. And it may come as what you think as a thought in your mind, but really it's the voice of the Lord speaking to you, guiding you, helping you. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And you know what? And sometimes we'll have people come, was that God? Was that God? Yeah. <laughs> was that God? And they're wanting us like pastors to confirm mm -hmm. or someone else to confirm mm -hmm. what God has told them. And I, it's, we, we can't tell you, no, we can't tell that to you. No. And I, and I, I dare not, like, I am not going to meddle into someone's life Yeah, and I'm not going yeah. to tell them what was God and what was, was not God because that doesn't help you. No. That's right. It doesn't help you to have someone else tell you mm -hmm. this. Oh, that's God. And that's not God. Mm -hmm. You need to hear for yourself. Mm -hmm. And because uh, once you know his voice mm -hmm. and you can hear it for yourself, then it's, it's a safe place. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not a safe place to depend on other people mm -hmm. saying, oh, this was God. That was God. You know, this, that, the other thing. It's not going to help you. And it's a dangerous place actually mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. be in. It will always line up with the word. Amen. Yeah. Always. That's, That's right. your check-in balance. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we as pastors can say, well, the word of God says, but in the end, that's your decision. You know, many people struggle in parenting for the same reasons. They, and, and this is happening. And it just I just really felt this strong just as we were talking that there's somebody watching today that really struggles with a parent because they keep having the wrong voice speak to them that what they're doing is is not good and they're not a good parent and and struggling. But just like what you said, and that's where it began to prompt me in that way, that um, when when you look back and, and you look and you say, well, I did the best I knew. Mm -hmm. And you do what you know at that time. And maybe as your children grow, um, they, they do different and you learn. You, as a parent, you learn. The first child is definitely treated different than the second or third or fourth. <laughs> and, and because wisdom comes and some by experience. Mm -hmm. and, but you can't look back at, at what you did when your first child came and measure all of your parenting by a moment. And, and I want to encourage you today that when you look back, if your children are now in their teens and you're struggling with this, that you remember what Pastor Jason was talking about. You did the best you know, and God's mercy is there mm -hmm. for you today mm -hmm. to help you and to trust that at that time you did the best you knew, you can do now. And with the, the power of Jesus Christ in your life, you can see some of those things. Everybody made mistakes. Everybody did. And hopefully we learned from them and we can begin to apply these mm -hmm. things and and come out of the place where now maybe you weren't born again, maybe you are now. But even if you weren't born again and raising your children, I'm telling you that you didn't make every you didn't do everything wrong. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and it's important for you, whoever you are, to hear that today, that you trust that God was with you even when you didn't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a great part of hearing his voice. He is often speaking to us and we don't recognize him, you know, yeah. <laughs> pushing mm-hmm. us along the path, so to speak. And, and to look at yourself. Now, I know as a grandparent, there are some things that I have recognized that I probably could have done differently mm-hmm. <laughs> with our own children. And I can learn and maybe encourage others. And it says the older women to teach them. But it just doesn't tell them how to parent. It says to tell them or to teach the younger women how to love their husbands. Mm-hmm. Isn't that an interesting thing? Didn't say mm-hmm. go out and be a better parent, but how to love. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's an important quality. What I want to really impart to you today with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit that the mercy of God is there for you for your yesterdays. Yeah. Yeah. That it's here for you today to know Mm -hmm. that he's with you. And as you learn his voice, he'll help you with the next steps. Amen. 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 You know, I was just thinking about, I heard someone say this and, and, it, it's helpful. It's a helpful reminder. Um, you know, sometimes as a parent, you think if my children aren't living right or aren't doing the thing, I must have made a mistake. I must have, you know, not been a great parent. And we measure our own parenting skill and ability or success by our own children mm-hmm. and their lives and how they're living. And, you know, and I, I can fully understand being a parent. I fully understand that line of thinking. At the same time, though, God, our Father, is a parent. Yes, He is. And not all His children (laughs) are living the way that He wants them to. Good point. But does that mean He needs a parenting class? (laughs) God, not all your kids are listening to you. Maybe you need to take a good parenting class there. Brush up on some skills, learn a few new things. It's a different age that we're living in now. So, you know, like... Obviously, because we that's have not to parent according to culture. <laughs> so we don't measure how good our Heavenly Father is Amen. by how His children are acting. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And in the same way, you can't measure your success as a parent by how your children are living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that's, that's, that can be difficult to wrap your mind around, especially if your kids aren't living the way that you've raised them to. Or, mm. you know, they have decisions to make of their own. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can't make them for them. Yeah. They need to make those decisions on their own. But you can trust the Lord. Amen. That what you have taught them, good things at least, <laughs> that God will <laughs> remind them. That God will remind them and help them and, and steer them and bless them. Yeah. They, they, ultimately, they answer to Him anyway. Yeah. Ultimately, they don't need to rely on you as their parent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They need to rely on the Lord for themselves. Mm-hmm. And if there's any good thing that you can teach your children, it is to... Rely on the Lord for yourself. Because yeah. yes. He will never fail. That's Amen. right. He will never make a mistake as a parent. Mm-hmm. He will never give you the wrong advice. Mm-hmm. Right? He's the best parent to rely on. He sure mm-hmm. is. Amen. Amen. Um, Isaiah 55 uh, says a bunch of things, but one of the main things it says is that uh, when, when God's word goes out, it doesn't come back void. Yeah. And when it comes to parenting, um, you you put that word into them as they're growing up, when they're under your care, when they're under your supervision. Mm. And you, can, you, don't, you don't have to make a, oh, I guess I'm just going to have to trust that, that the word is going to do a work in them. No, it's a promise. Mm-hmm. The word of God will do a work in them because God promises 
in Isaiah 55 that when his word goes out, it does not come back void. It will always do a work. Mm -hmm. And so we can trust in that, mm -hmm. that you don't look at the natural of what they're doing right now. You trust God's word and his promises in his word because that is truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. And that will come Amen. to pass. Amen. Amen. So we just agree right now yeah. in the name of Jesus oh that 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 parent or parents who may be watching today, that that feelings of shame or embarrassment yep. or right. inadequacy yeah. or or uh, poor parenting, we speak to that. We command that that yoke to come off in the yeah. name of Jesus. Jesus. Right. Father, we thank you for the blood that was shed that washes their memories, that washes that sin from them, yeah. that washes the heavy weight of an anxiety and worry yeah. from them. Father, I thank you. You fill them now uh, with a hope with your right thinking with that that reminder of the word that was sown that they will hold fast to that and trust you to bring what you show them to sow into them to come to pass and be a fruitful tree in their life in Jesus name yes, so, be yes, amen. Amen. so be it amen amen